Would you rather talk about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Speck, a psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice-monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom. How to achieve the life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Speck. Please remember this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor or investment specialist before you make any changes to your investment policy or stocks or bonds or real estate you may own. I am not an investment advisor. I am simply talking about what I'm doing in our investments for your entertainment purposes. This is Shrink Money Advice for March 7th, 2021. I'm Hank, and listen, just as I said at the outset, make sure you don't make any changes in your finances or your investing until you talk to your experts. I'm not a financial advisor, but I will tell you what I think or am doing, and you can do what you will with that information for entertainment purposes. I do an extra disclaimer because of what I'm going to talk about today. Two things. The first is, are you ready for after COVID? Now, if you're not, it may be too late. And let me explain. Um, I'm amazed how much pessimism is still out there. When I talk to people about, uh, last week, before all these new vaccine announcements, I talked to people about, you know, get ready for May, get ready for June. And they looked at me like, you know, I'm this uh, eternal optimist who doesn't have a clue. And I said, well, as soon as people get the first shot, it's going to be, you know, people are going to be just out spending and wanting to get to restaurants and travel and do all those things because we've been cooped up for a very, very long time. Um, the closest thing I can think of is, is if you remember when you wrote that last exam in high school or maybe that last exam in college just before the summer, how, what you felt like doing when it was all over. Uh, and this is actually more severe because we're not, for many of us, we weren't leaving our house for over a year now. So if we take a deep breath in and out and we think about this for a minute, and I've talked about this over and over, and I'll, and I'll just summarize because I, I still believe, for me, this is important. The first is space. People want space. And we see this already. People have forward purchased properties. Uh, I'm going to talk about Nova Scotia because it is perhaps one of the few gems left. Um, everything else is hyperinflated. Uh, construction costs are hyperinflated. Eventually, there'll be a, a people will stop uh, building because they, it just it doesn't make any sense, and they won't be able to access financing for it. Um, and if you're going to build, what we're doing is we're we're just going to wait because the ridiculous and I talked about it in previous uh, <clears throat> podcasts the ridiculous idea that you know suddenly prices have doubled uh, to build something. Sure, I mean you can you can charge whatever you'd like, but obviously. You can also pay whatever you'd like. So there's that entire change that's happening. You're going to see a <clears throat> pause in building. <clears throat> Excuse me. And when you see a pause in building, what happens 12 months after that? Usually you see another escalation in prices because there's less, there's less uh, product on the market. There's going to be more money chasing fewer things, which again means prices will go up. Now, the struggle that governments will have is to keep interest rates low, even though the value of money continues to drop. 
So let's assume for a moment that the value of, of your purchasing power, if you will, so what you can buy for your dollar goes down by anywhere from 8 to 20% a year. Look at, look at the price of gas. I mean, most of us haven't had to go to the pumps lately. But if you go, you'll see that gas is probably 40, 50 cents more per liter than it was during or before the pandemic when oil was well below what it is today. A look at groceries. I mentioned construction. Look at the uh, price of hydro. They've been holding that back and that will go up. Look at municipal taxes. Look at income taxes. If we just go on and on, you'll see that there is going to be an incredible, incredible change happening. So where do you find stability? What, what, what do you do? And, and, you know, I've talked about this in the past, and I think it's worth repeating. Uh, I'm looking at things, again, we did land banking, which we've talked about. Um, the, the, the value, now, I, I want to go back to in the 1980s. You know, I've been at this for over 40 years, and I understand what happens with 18%, 20% interest rates. Um, back in the day, if you could get 18% on a one, say, say you put $100,000 into a GIC, it's in your retirement account, you've saved, you've scrimped. Um, at 18%, you would get $18,000 a year from that $100,000 investment. Now, inflation was 7 or 8%, but you were still making 10% profit, if you will. And of course, you had to pay taxes on that, which cut your, your profit significantly if it was in a taxable account. What's happening today is if you put that $100,000 in a GIC, you may get 2%. The problem is the buying power of that $100,000 is going down by 7 to 10 to who knows what percent. So even though you're making $1,000 after taxes, the value of that $100,000 is somewhere in the ninety dollars to $92,000 range. And that happens every year. It may actually get worse. So what we're finding is the value of money continues to decline. That's my opinion. And when that happens, savers get punished, and those who have investments or who have mortgages uh, benefit. And so when you look at the price of real estate today, uh, investment properties, you look at the uh, five-year mortgage rate compared to uh, some time ago, it's, it's significantly less, which makes the cost of owning that much less if you can get a mortgage. And so there's this, this incredible change happening. Uh, many people feel that the path to riches is, is, you know, Reddit and GameStop and Bitcoin and trending and being a day trader. And I just listened to a real estate podcast, which I'm sure is a, you know, well-meaning one, but young people talking about, you know, wealth hacking, trading options. Um, puts and calls and all those things which I know about which I don't do for that reason because I know about them um, there's just a great deal going on where people inv are investing in things they know nothing about and so let me just summarize as we move out of COVID there appears to be if you haven't felt it already this incredible exuberance this psychological benefit to being free and when you're free you, you want to spend, you want to indulge, you want to take care of yourself, you want to, you want to celebrate, um, and that is about spending. So consumer goods, you're going to see an uptick. The problem is there aren't a lot of places open. So where will you go eat that meal? Uh, what will it cost? I'm sure it will cost more because uh, people need 
to recover and recoup some of the costs. And most of us won't mind paying that because these poor folks who have struggled through this uh, pandemic now are, are back on the other side. So the part that you need to think about is should you have a property say say you own your own home and you live in toronto and the price of that home is now say two million dollars or 1.5 million dollars and you say well if i sell that i only paid say say you paid six hundred thousand and now it's worth 1.5 you say well i'm going to sell that well the question i would have for you is where are you going to live and what are you going to do with the 1.5 million and that takes me to nova scotia and that takes me to investing in real estate. And what, what we've been able to do, and we're very fortunate, uh, we work with Joshua who owns treepad.ca, he's our son, but he's also has other clients that he treats just like he treats us, us, which means when you buy real estate, if treepad is looking after it, you don't have to think about it. You get reports, you get meetings, you can go online and look at the online portal if you want, but why do that? I, I don't even bother. So. TreePad allows you to truly have an investment in real estate by buying in Nova Scotia, even if you live in Ontario, BC, Alberta, doesn't matter, investing in a property and having that property, property professionally managed. That, I believe, if I was starting today, what would I do if I was starting today? I think about this quite a bit. I would buy a duplex out east. I'd have a great company if it's not TreePad. Um, I don't know of any other I would have because we've been through many that <laughs> made it impossible to own property until Joshua's company was formed and came along. And once you find management, and management is the most important thing. It's not interest rates. Um, obviously, you need to buy something worth buying. But outside of that, it's making sure you have management in place. That should be the first thing you do if you're going to invest in real estate. And that's the first thing we do. I wouldn't look in another area or province unless it can be managed by treepad.ca. That's just the way it is. And so um, I know my experience over the years with, with Josh and the team there. And again, he's my son. And so I declare full you know, disclosure on that. Um, I'm just telling you what I'm doing. Because when we buy a property, we don't need to think about it. And it's managed professionally, taken care of, and the tenants are very happy. So I would do, that would be my step. Now it's, it, we're running out of time. Um, we're running out of time in Nova Scotia because as soon as the gates are open, and they're now talking that everybody in Nova Scotia will be vaccinated by June. In Ontario, probably the same. By then, the science on the first vaccine will tell you that you only need one shot, regardless of which type, for many, many months, which means travel will be opened up and so on. You're going to see an exodus of people who are looking to sell in Toronto and buy in places like Atlantic Canada. If you have the stomach for it and the cash to be able to do it, I would be continuing and last week we uh, purchased another I think two pieces of land optioned on uh, going through due diligence and we're just about finished because there isn't much left we think that fits our criteria so you need to find your own criteria decide what you're looking for and go after it so a duplex that might you know sell for seven eight hundred thousand in Toronto is selling for 375 in some communities or 350 uh, you can buy a duplex in Antigonish for three seventy-five, dollars brings in about $24,000 a year in revenue. Um, if you pay cash, then the cap rate there is about probably in the 5-6 range. We just finished, uh, and we're in the process of finishing two more solar projects out there, and, and I believe that'll give us nine solar projects. And the reason we're doing it is because the return is from 7 to 8% with current hydro prices. 
So I, I think you need to look at alternatives such that's what we're doing. We're looking at all those alternatives to maximize what we can from each property. But again, without management, forget it. Regardless of where you're going to purchase, you need professional property management. So the opportunities in Nova Scotia are gradually leaving us. And the question of what to do after that, I'm not sure. Um, stay tuned um, to Shrink Money Advice. I'll keep, uh, I'll keep grinding and telling you what we're doing. We're, we're going to close the deals we have, and we're going to sit tight for a while and watch uh, and see what happens. We'll also have some lots for sale. We're dividing lots in beautiful Western Head, and we look forward to being able to offer uh, deeded ocean access lots, meaning uh, the lots are just off the ocean with fiber optic internet. Uh, and access uh, through deeded access to oceanfront. So basically be able to walk down a private area and get to the ocean if you want. And and it's, it's what's exciting about this is it's it, the fiber optic internet makes it accessible to anyone. It's 10 minutes from a hospital in a, a beautiful small community, uh, Liverpool, Nova Scotia. And so all the amenities are there and we're very excited about uh, offering this in the spring. So that's one project we're working on. And a couple of others I'll talk about as we go through this. But this isn't about that. I'm just trying to explain what we are doing. We purchase uh, large tracts of land and we work with our team to make them into incredible living opportunities and communities. And, and this one uh, small project we're doing, 39 acres, will have nine lots um, from two acre lots all the way up to an 11 acre lot, Oceanside with ocean front access, which is very exciting. And we'll see what happens with the market. We'll see if people want to live in a community like that on the ocean, uh, 10 minutes from a great town with a hospital and all the amenities. So we're getting pretty excited and jacked up about uh, what's happening. So please stay up, you know, be optimistic about what's happening. I will give you a short summary on honeybees because you know I'm, I'm at wildflowerbeefarm.com and we're converting our 50 acre farm back to nature. This week, uh, probably tomorrow and Tuesday, I'll be able to go out and get a true census of what's happening with the bees. Did they survive the winter? And once we get that number, I'll announce it at wildflowerbeefarm.com. You can also follow me on Instagram, wildflower underscore bee underscore farm on Instagram. And we'll talk about the winter survival, but then we have to have the spring survival because there are some bees who don't make it. Uh, through the spring because the queen didn't make it. In our case, they won't run out of food because we have so much honey, we didn't take any honey. Most of our bees uh, uh, keep all the honey that they make all year, so that shouldn't be an issue. But we don't know about queen survival. And when the queen doesn't make it, the entire hive eventually perishes. So while a hive might look good right now, um, we don't know what's going to happen in the next four weeks. So currently we're estimating, well, I won't say anything until next time because uh, Monday, Tuesday is the true judgment day on winter survival. So go to wildflowerbeefarm.com. Remember, you can also go to honeybeelessonplans.com if you're a teacher or homeschooling and uh, get our lesson plans to help your uh, child learn. You can also learn to become a bee helper at Teachable. Uh, look at Wildflower Bee Farm. I have an introductory bee helping class there. You can sign up for that and get that in before the season starts and figure out how you can help bees in your community. Um, back to shrink money advice. I think this is all encompassing. So, you know, some of you may wondering, well, what's this guy doing talking about bees? Well, I think you need to look at, you know, what you do every day, all day. I just got off the treadmill uh, seven days a week. Uh, grinding that and and even though it's Sunday I have a lot of ideas I've got to put down on paper and focus on the next week which is going to be an incredible one 
So again, I'm Hank for Shrink Money Advice. You have an amazing, successful week. Talk to you again next time. You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Speck. Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at awesound.com. That's A-W-E sound.com. 